When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The old music is here. The majestic march of Textani. This is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack, and we got a guest coming up here. Full episode in a bit. But as I uh, did last week with the Joe Ruccarello Hot Sizzler Nights episode, I uh, want to do a bit of an intro because I pre-taped so many of these episodes, which is great. Yeah, I feel productive, right? You're ahead of the curve. You plan ahead. Let's bring people in. I've got I've got episodes of the Knapsack Files taped and ready going into mid-May. That's exciting. Frees up my life a little bit. But that also means sometimes things change. Or there's a cool number. When I recorded a bunch of these episodes, I hadn't released the information that I uh, wrote a book. Why we love Star Wars, the great moments that built the galaxy far, far away. And yeah, 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 I got to plug that. I, I got to plug that. Mango Publishing is putting it out, but a lot of it is on me to get the word out, and I think it's important, and I'm very proud of it. Put five months of solid work in. Long days, longer nights. And I'm very proud about the book. Pick it up for pre-order right now. comes out May 15th. And pre-order available Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieWire, a lot of places where they sell books online. Just search for it. If you don't find it, request it. That includes your local bookstore as well. That would mean a lot. Really excited to get that book out there. Yeah, we tried to get it ready for Star Wars Celebration. We, we thought about May 4th, but it ended up being May 15th, and I got to tell you, I'm okay with that. The reason I'm okay with it is there's a ton of news coming out in the next few days. Star Wars Celebration. Uh, I'll be there. In fact, by the time you're listening to this, I will be en route to Chicago to uh, celebrate the Star Wars. And there's just going to be news, 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 news. And a little book by little me would get lost in the shuffle. May 4th is Star Wars Day. Yay! Definitely going to be talking about the book, definitely promoting the book, but it's a day to just celebrate Star Wars and necessarily read about it. So May 15th is release date for there as well. I also, this isn't just a plug for my book, I also wanted to thank everyone who reached out uh, last week, my grandfather passed away. That's always tough. Look, 94, good life, long life, complicated life, a human life. Passed away. Uh, it was uh, it was tough. The last couple weeks were not the best. Not the best quality of life for him. And that's always the sad truth. If you last that long, right? If you last that long. And I, uh, there was a couple times, uh, the last few times I visited him or... I could hear him quietly just kind of moaning and even crying to himself in the other room that he, he just he was in so much pain. Um, a lot of different reasons. A lot of, some of just old age and body wearing down. He had uh, uh, bone cancer uh, that was getting worse. So it was time. And you always hear that. It's time. It's time. But that's not easy. And I was fortunate enough to say goodbye and get a chance to say goodbye. And that meant a lot. But uh, you also hear about, hey, it's sad, but we're kind of relieved. And, and there's a little bit of that. A little bit. Uh, it's a long life. We all cannot stay here. We all got to go at some point. 
And uh, even though he was in a lot of pain the last few weeks, and quite frankly, the last few months and years, but the last few weeks were really tough, we all got to say goodbye. We all got to uh, gather around. Um, and uh, a few days later, he passed away, and, and it was tough. But I announced it, and, and it's weird. I'm in a part, even though I've got this podcast, and I want to be open and honest, and I share a lot of things, and a lot of people can find inspiration or solace and comfort in that, and that's why one of the reasons I do it. I share less on social media these days. I'm not as forthcoming. It's a little more. It's either promotion or jokes. Promotion or jokes. Nothing too serious. Uh, I don't like to be one of those 16-paragraph uh, Facebook monologue people, or I don't like to get upset at a show and tweet at it. Uh, none of that stuff. Back in the day, maybe. Back in the day, back in the day, we all were a little different on social media, but I've changed. A little more guarded, a little more protected, a little more just want to keep to myself and some of those things. But it, I feel it's important to share uh, number one, it's on, you know, um, I got, uh, you know, that stuff kind of can delay work. And, and with the Patreon page, a lot of times things get pushed that I, uh, patrons are promised as part of the agreement for supporting me. And so I have to, I feel I have to be honest about that for my business. Uh, I don't get to take a day off to, uh, for, uh, you know, uh, grieving uh, bereavement league, uh, leave. I, I am my own HR person here. So if I take a day off, uh, the work stops nothing continues. So I, I feel I had to share that, but also in, in struggling or being open with any kind of problems or, or loss I'm going through my hope because of a very tiny, small platform. My hope is that maybe you could find um, some solace comfort in that as well, because we're not alone. We're not alone on this planet and in tough times. And it's always tough times. I think it's always been tough times. It's just more prevalent. Now you can see it more because of social media, because of the constant news cycle. But in these tough times, I think it's valuable to gather around and have friends and be comfortable with sharing feelings with friends and those you know and love. And speaking of people I know and love and friends and someone I'm very comfortable sharing my personal feelings and thoughts and struggles with, it is my good friend Matt Key that will be the guest today. I'm assuming it's not a surprise. Sometimes when I start the show and it's like I, I play a little, you know, it's like who's in the studio? Well, you've clicked on the episode and it's usually in the title or description. Uh, Matt Key returns to the Knapsack Files this week. That's the episode you guys are going to be hearing and hearing a bit. It was just fun. We were just, this one was one of those ones where I wasn't necessarily planning a, a show or let's bring you in. Matt's been on the Knapsack Files a lot, many episodes. One of my favorite ones is a life-ranked episode about the top five uh, worst reasons to be a writer, just sharing our struggles that we uh, go through as writers. But Matt was also, as we talk about in the show, my first guest of the Knapsack Files. Episodes that I was, I just released. I didn't. I think, I think my downloads for the first few episodes of the Knapsack Files were in the two hundreds, not two hundred thousand, not two thousand. In the 200s. I remember, I think it's like an early, I don't know the number. You'd have to check me on it there, but it's uh, Mark Ellis. Mark Ellis was my guest early on. And I remember that episode in one day got 223 downloads. And I was over the moon. I was excited. And it's a small number, and I can look at that at la and laugh now, but you know what? It's a number. It's a number. And I remember being just like, wow, some people are listening. And that uh, that was a brave step I took. And, yeah, my numbers have, have grown and gotten bigger and better, and I want them to be a lot better because it's still – Knapsack Files is a small podcast audience, if I'm being honest. It's still small, still tiny. 
Uh, people I know get bigger numbers. People shows you listen to get bigger numbers. It's not about the numbers, though. It's about those connections. And that started with me really being uh, open and honest with my friends on the show and really sharing our lives. I feel I'm surrounded by tremendously interesting people, way more interesting than I am. And Matt Key was the first person I brought in. It was one of those things where we're writing partners. We call ourselves writing partners. We haven't really worked solidly on stuff in a while. We hope to change that soon. More on that later. But uh, back then, 2013, we, we used to write regularly, working on projects, and uh, it was just like, hey, man, do you mind? I got this little setup, this little uh, mixer from Radio Shack that my friend Tim Powers uh, got me and hooked me up with, and I mentioned that on, on Tim's recent Hot Sizzler Nights episode, and then uh, I had some $20 microphones and some cables that weren't good. If you go back and listen to those ep- episodes, and I didn't know really the settings, and I'm always tinkering with the settings. My, I, I probably drive you all crazy settings and volumes i'm not the best i'm not a sound guy i'm not brian perez from wangers i just like playing with what i think sounds better i I like where it is now but it'll probably change but if you go back and listen to the first episode of an episode files oh it sounds like it's underwater it's really bad but all that to say number one so glad i have a friend like matt is like yeah let me let me come and be your guinea pig and let's test this out and it's also a testament i get asked a lot i get asked a lot Hey, Ken, I'm thinking of starting a podcast. Hey, you know, Anchor's out there. The hosting's free. I want to do this. I want to do this. Any advice? And the advice truly is just do it. It's not just a sneaker slogan. It's not just part of what Palpatine believes in. Do it. Just get out there. Do it. Try, fall, make mistakes. And who cares if your highest downloaded episode is 223 downloads? That is 223 more downloads than you had the day before when you didn't put out an episode. So dig in, have some fun, get creative, find inspiration, be open and honest. Those are some of the podcasting things I believe in, and it's always best when it's my really close friend. So I'm happy to welcome back, full intro's on the way with the episode, I'm happy to welcome back my friend and writing partner, Matt Key, and that is coming up right after this, here on the Knapsack Files. So glad you're all here. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, where it's actually chilly this time around. This is the Napsack Files. I'm Ken Napsack. Are you are you happy to be sitting down with me and a guest today? I hope so. Are you also listening to the Napsack Files on Anchor, I've switched. Go to anchor.fm slash the-napsock-files or find the links or just search. Anchor app is pretty fun. It's pretty interactive. Don't forget, I also got the Patreon page, patreon.com slash kenapsock, where you can get access to tiers and rewards. It'll allow you to ask questions of uh, my guests, be on shows, all that good stuff. Go seek out information if you'd like. All right. I'm so happy to bring a returning guest. In fact, he is the returning guest. The first guest I ever interviewed on the Knapsack Files way back in 2013. He is Mr. Matt King. Hello. Is this the part where I talk? I guess. (laughs) I like your song. 
Thank you. It's uh, Switch. You, you, yeah. You've been. It's, you're old school, man. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is, this it's, is professional it's, now. It's, eh, like, well, let's not call it that. Well, I know, but it is like the first time I I did this, I sat down with you and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is fun. I we were at a table in your old apartment and old apartment, an old table that before the bar got set in some yep. microphones that the, uh, our mutual friend Tim Powers had loaned me yeah. a Radio Shack $20 off of eBay mixer. Oh, whoa. And a uh, I think my old MacBook because uh, my Dell computer just didn't want to do it at that time. So from there to here, writer podcaster, uh, mentor, counselor, lover, hugger, superstar in the geek world, and uh, the living embodiment of Dr. Strange, Matthew <laughs> Ryan Key is back. I, I think it's so funny with, like, whatever accomplishments I've had in my life, which mm-hmm. is, you know, like, none of them have made me, like, a, a gazillionaire, but, you know, like, I've... Yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, right, but, like... Um, you know, like I feel like I've I've had some pretty good outreach and like yeah. you know I, I I've had a lot of Twitter love the last couple couple weeks right. um you know because of like Wednesday Club and stuff like that but mm-hmm. I think maybe the greatest accomplishment is my of my life is everyone referring to me as Doctor Stranger Sorcerer Supreme like I'll have I'll have people that I've only ever known on Twitter as right. like oh you watch my show like that's really cool I hate and it, like this is like such a narcissistic thing to say but like I hate calling. <laughs> any of the fans of the stuff that I do fans. Cause I feel like that's, I feel like that in and of itself is, it's a weird word even now, especially now in the direct yeah. consumer Patreon world, because yeah, I don't consider anyone who listens to my show and likes it a fan. I consider you a friend and a supporter because yeah. that's what I need to do. I need to have a community around me. Yeah. yeah it, is, like, it is weird. So like, I, I hate to say like, Oh my fans. Cause it's right. like people who so enjoy gross, your roast, but yeah. like, um, people, people who uh, have appreciated the things that I've said, right, and the knowledge that I've you and uh, I, we dispensed. both have to go to Target to buy toilet paper too. Yeah, or yeah. Walgreens. What's uh, what's your brand? Uh, I like uh, Charmin. I get the double size, the one that says like four rolls equals sixteen or something like that yeah. on it. And I'm no, like, it's cost. Hey, it's cost yeah. efficient. I'm like yeah. that's good for a bear in the woods. It's good enough for me. Yeah. No, we're we're a, we're a Cottonelle family. Cottonelle's good. Cottonelle's good. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, in truth, I go for the wet wipes a lot. If it was good yeah. enough for babies, that's going to be good enough for me. I switched that. Like I remember fifteen years ago when I was when I was doing. Um, I used to be a, a, a ghostwriter for treat like commercial treatments. Right, right. And that was like one of my first big boy sort of jobs. I like, remember it great. Big kid. I should say big kid. Big kid. Big kid jobs. Uh, <laughs> big kid now. <laughs> big kid now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but um, you had the job. I, I, I had I had this job, and one of the directors that I worked with had a treatment for some wet wipes. Wow. And the whole campaign was, uh, do you really, it was something like you wipe, you're wiping your butt with like dry paper. Like that's not washing it. That's like washing your hands with sand. It was like this weird (laughs) campaign where it was like, and at the, at the beginning of it, I was like, man, I do not want to write a campaign about toilet paper. But at the end of it, I was like, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. And uh, I should, there's, there's an actual, so, like I think the ancient Romans probably would have liked it this way. If they could have done it. If the ancient Romans can can do it, then uh, they dipped, it's good enough for modern society. <laughs> they dipped grape leaves in oil. Yeah, yeah. Like soldiers, soldiers were known to like carry like corn cobs, like dried corn cobs, on sticks. Yeah. Like, and like they would carry that with them into with a rag <laughs> on a stick. Yep. 
So, hey, everybody, Matt hey, everybody. Key here talking about toilets <laughs> and, and pooping. And <laughs> but we're talking about Dr. Strange because you're, yeah, yeah okay. So no, but that is one of the greatest accomplishments. Uh, accomplishments associated is. with one specific character. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, I'm Star Wars, you're Marvel, yeah. uh, you know, you hosted the Marvel show for a long time mm-hmm. over on Popcorn Talk. Yeah, uh, three years. Game of Thrones, you know, but I'm one of a million people who love all that stuff every, any given minute of the day. But I love when people are like, hey, Admiral Raddus, that's one of your favorite characters. And, and, and you know, I've been nice enough, I've been fortunate enough to become friends with Stephen Santon, the voice of Admiral Raddus. So even that's more of an association. Is that from Rebels? Uh, he, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Um, he was, uh, Stanton did uh, a lot of voices in Rebels too, but... So I, when one, when a person writes me and goes, Hey, Star Wars, you like it. Great. But when someone goes, Admiratus, I'm like, yeah. So, yeah. but you though, at Dr. Strange, it goes beyond that. People see anything. I yeah. see them tagging. No, I, I love what, it. I wonder what Matt Key's thinking. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like legitimately like it is one of the, like, even when I get like, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm trying to like whenever, uh, I think it's like, um, the Korean SNL. Yes, like the, the, Korean, one, yes. the one guy was doing like just very simple tricks, but like was presenting them like he's like the best sorcerer in the world, right. dresses Doctor Strange. I got there, there was a like a period of a month where I got tagged on that like <laughs> twice a day, and every single day I was like, oh man, give me more! Like yeah. it's awesome! Like it's, I, I love it! Like because it means like that many people are like they when they see that they yeah. think of me and like that. I'm not even I don't even know who they are. Yeah, you know, except by Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's I love it. Like, and like that makes me immediately fall in love with that person. And I'm like, oh my God, like right. they're paying attention to me. I need to pay more attention to that person. Cause that's like, that's just, that's just fair. It, it, like, it, you know, it, like that's the nice, the nice thing to do, you know? So even when it's one of your long time, uh, you know, closest friends when I, you know, I went and saw the Dr. Strange movie and I enjoyed it. It is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, I really love that third act, the way they handled it and all that yeah. stuff. But uh, I remember thinking, man, I'm so happy for Matt. <laughs> so happy for Matt because this could be with me it's like a star war you know I'm, yeah. I, I love everything about it so I'm going to be easily pleased uh, and I'm unapologetic for it but Marvel in general but uh, I mean they did your character they did Doctor yeah. Strange no dude and like that was the that was the thing it was like like I knew that like so like X-Men comes out in 2000 2001 right. yeah. and you're like oh my God, this is the greatest movie of all time. I can't believe they finally did the X-Men and they did them so well. But like, if you were to compare that movie to movies by today's standards, it's like, oh man, like they missed so much, like about who the X-Men are, what they do, like all this, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Koi, Koi Jandro, uh, uh, is always saying like, they, they, they make great mutant movies, but they don't make great X-Men movies. And I I kind of, I kind of agree with that. It's like, yeah. That, you know, they, they take the characters and they know the characters, but like, I feel like they've never got like that sort of like core theme or dynamic of the X-Men mm-hmm. down yeah, in yeah. a way. Like, I'll take like, your word for it, but I know what you mean. Well, I love, I actually do love the first two. Yeah. No, so do I. Yeah. So do I. Like the entire yeah, yeah. first and sequence yeah, with Nightcrawler and that, and that second one is still like, like yeah. I bought the movie just for that. Like, just yeah. like, oh my God, I just want to see that five minute seg- uh, segment yeah. with, with Nightcrawler being a badass and but, showing the world how awesome I've always known him to be. But like, but it shows how the super mo- superhero movies have changed. But also, it, you know, look at X three; it can go wrong. Oh my god, so wrong! Well, like both X threes, right, right, like, right? Ironically, like, yeah, yeah, like because uh, what was it? X Men uh, Apocalypse was right. not well a received. Mess! It right. was a mess. Like at the very end of that movie, after Magneto has threatened the entire world and has literally decimated like mm. London, he's just out. <laughs> Free walking around on, uh, you know, out there at Grim Alcan Drive. No, no big, you know, 
Uh, but no, what I was going to say was like, mm-hmm. you know, you get the X-Men movies in 2000, 2001, get the sequel, yeah. the next sequel, you get Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, like, oh my God, this is amazing. Never once did I think, ah, oh, the nerds have won. I was just like, I can't right. believe they're doing this. This is awesome. Then when Iron Man comes out, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, or like even Dark Knight, even then though, I wasn't like the nerds have won. Like it was like, wow, they're doing very sophisticated movies with like Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Like, right. And also know. I think too, cause it was. Batman, something we'd already seen, yeah. pretty su- gone. It was pretty successful. Burton's Batman, Batman. You know yeah. that that was like you could be like okay, they're doing that again. I didn't tie it into the bigger superhero world. You yeah, know? no, same. But that same, was coming. Yeah. Same. And then Iron Man comes out, and yeah. I can remember watching the entire movie, going, "Man, this is awesome! I can't believe Marvel's actually right taking over their own stuff because they're gonna they're gonna do it their way. They're gonna they're That's gonna right. write it their way, like." they know the comics better than anybody. This is so cool. And then that movie ends with Nick Fury and it's just like, you ever heard of the Avengers initiative? And I remember almost passing out. Right. And even then I didn't think, Oh, the nerds have won. Even then, even then, well, you did have Iron Man two to get through, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know what was funny? I recently, uh, now that I'm unemployed, I watched that, uh, two days ago. Okay. I was like, you know what? I haven't seen this movie. Uh, it, yeah. my, my friend, Chris Lockie, who, was a social media geek and sundry. He's doing um, yeah. social media for critical role. Now loves Iron Man too. Okay. And I was like, you know what? It's on Hulu. I love Phantom Menace. We're good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to watch Iron Man two just for Lockie. Right. Cause it does have war machine. The end that, that last right, battle right, right. was actually yep. pretty cool. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, the second time around, I, I, I didn't hate it as much. That's I, it's still not great. Is it, this is a great, is it made better by the world that's, continue to build up around all I think these characters. So. I think so. And the, the biggest problem that I, I, I had two big problems with Iron Man two, right? Whiplash. Really? Right. Like, re- Mickey, re- Mickey like really coming off of the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And like Mickey Rourke is great in the role, mm-hmm. but it's whiplash. Like okay. you're saying there could have been better villain choices. Well, I mean, yeah, like they, they kind of did it in Iron Man three with the Mandarin. Right. Um, and I, re- I recognize oh, wait, like, wait, wait, anytime someone says Mandarin, I get to do this. You'll never see me coming. No, 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 no. I love, yeah, but yeah. so like, we can talk about Iron Man three in a second, but my, my biggest problem with Iron Man two is wh- wh- whiplash. R- really? Yeah. Like he's, he's I mean, not much of an Iron Man villain. Like, like he's still, there's like, uh, I think it's, uh, what is it? Red Crim- uh, crimson dynamo. Okay. Uh, who's essentially like a Russian Iron Man. Yeah. Which is essentially I love that. kind of what they did we with. You can, can do that now. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what they did with um, Mickey Rourke's character, Whiplash. They kind of turned him oh, into yeah, Crimson yeah, Dynamo yeah, right. in a way. That's right. Uh, but they still kept him as whip. as like, you're going to put a dude with whips against a dude who can fly, <laughs> fly. and shoot lasers at <laughs> you? Like, uh, but all right, yeah, cool, yeah. I'll go with it, I'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, and the, the other problem was that, like, mm. I, I thought it was cool that, like, he the the suit was poisoning him. Like, I thought that was a great twist. Oh, I lo- yeah. All right, um, all right, that's fair. But what didn't what didn't seem to work was it whiplash the, and that. I don't know. No, 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 no. What didn't what didn't work was that the way he cured himself uh, was by discovering a new element. Yeah. In a day. Oh, uh, okay. Like that to me is just like all right. Like listen, I I will I will believe that a dude can build a suit with apparently infinite energy source and can fly right. around the world at like <laughs> Mach five. I'll buy that. I'll that's buy fantasy. That. I get it. You're there. But he, like, like inside of like five hours, like if you think of like, like if you really break down what happened, right? He watches an old newsreel 
or not even uh, right. like a, an old reel of his dad. Who's like, I built this all for you. And he's like, wait, huh? I think my, my dad's trying to teach me about a, a, how, how to discover an element. All right, cool. cool. I'm on board. I can buy this. Right. I can buy this. If he did it in like four days, yeah. I'd be like, Tony, Tony Stark is smart. He's good. He's, He's good. Done, but yeah. if you break down what happens, he watches this video, right? Let's say it's 11 AM that he gets this. Cause she'll drops it off with him. It's so like, he goes and watches it Love in his basement yeah. and he's like, all right, I'm going to watch this thing. Let's say he's down there for 30 minutes. So by the like 30 minute reel, got it. Yeah. 30 minute reel has this realization. Let's say he leaves Malibu to, to drive to Venice, which is that's a bit, uh, uh, traffic, like, gonna yeah, take, gonna cause a problem. Uh, wherever, wherever Stark industries is like, right. I'm, I've always considered it to be somewhere around like LAX area, like down by Venice or, Never thought about uh, that, like Manhattan Beach, maybe something like that. But now he's in would Malibu. be Manhattan, Huntington, Marina Del Rey. But yeah, yeah, but, but like, he's a deep part of Malibu. Yeah, but he's deep in the Malibu. Highway so, One's a bit of a yeah. So like I'm saying, maybe 90 minutes for him to fair get to Stark Industries. Yeah, go in and talk to Pepper Potts. Right. Uh, she screams at him for bringing strawberries. Rightfully so. She's allergic. He should know better if he's gonna Come declare on. love for her. Uh, and then. Drive back. So, all right. So let's say it's 11, right? 11, 90 minute drive to like, you know what? An hour. So he we'll watches, an hour. Yeah. he gets the reel at 11, gets hit some traffic lights, gets the advantage. Yeah. yeah. An hour. So, uh, noon. so he leaves his place, let's say at noon. Cause okay. he's had to watch this reel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He yeah. watched the reel. He watched the reel. Got it. He's got to get ready. Yep. You know, like he's got to get it. So like, let's say just to keep it nice and round, Use some gets the reel. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's say 10 o'clock. He gets the reel. He leaves his house at 11. He gets to pepper pots by 12. Right. Ish. 12, 12 ish. Right. Uh, gets the, the giant like, uh, diorama, not diorama, uh, uh, play set. Okay. Of, sure. Of Stark fair. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln logs. Yeah. yeah. The Stark expo and then drives back. Let's say another hour, hour. So, How long is he there with pepper? Not long. Okay. Not long. Okay. Uh, and since he's Stark, he probably like walked right in and walked right out. Like right, he probably right. didn't have no to go through much security. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's say he's maybe at Stark Industries for thirty minutes. So okay. gets there. Let's say he gets there exactly at noon. Okay. Leaves at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. He's back to his Malibu place by one thirty. One thirty. And then, I mean, and and he might stop off for a fish taco down he there. He probably did, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt and assume like he ate in the car. Yeah, you know, like, and I would say he did Postmates, but I don't know that Postmates was around in two thousand ten. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, he. Then he does the scan of right. it, has it thrown up. It, 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 what time do we say it is? It's like one thirty now. Like one thirty. We're it's looking around one thirty. Okay. So it's around one thirty in the day now. Right. And he rips open his electric box, completely rewires it, right. uh, jackhammers a hole in his floor so that he can drop right. cords down through the ceiling. <laughs> Busts a hole in his wall with a sledgehammer. You got to get that uh, the the cords, the right yeah. cords. Uh, he um, then opens like five giant wooden crates uh-huh. of very scientific looking tubing that I can only imagine is like a semblance of super collider or some sort of like light speed accelerator kind of thing. Fair to excel. Like I don't know what any of it is. It looks very scientific and and very legitimate. Yep, but. He and and and, and he, very he pieces all of this together mm-hmm. and unlocks then, the mysteries. And and in the meantime, by the way, he's built a new arc reactor that can house the new element in that time. In that time, he hasn't built this yet because he the, doesn't know the, the element ins- exists. The inspiration strikes him at ten fifteen in the morning. Watching, yeah, watching yeah, the film. Yeah, so 
from 1.30 to presumably the end of the day, right. because the Stark Expo was the next day, right. he not only discovers a brand new element by completely fabricating his own uh, like nuclear physics lab, Right. With like very complicated scientific equipment. He does all of that in an afternoon, discovers this element, is able to uh, fabricate. What, what's the word? Like generate. Um, uh, 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 you know what I'm lo- like? Uh, fabricate. Like fabricate, I guess. Fabricate it. Made it. Uh, right? Made it. Yeah. Generate. Generate. This, uh, yeah. I'm a um, dumb man. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm usually very words. good at words, but now like. Yeah, you're you know, a wordsmith. Uh, but he like f- fabricates this new element, generates it. Uh puts it in like houses it mm-hmm. and then as soon as he finishes wait what's going on at stark expo hammer's giving a demonstration all, all right. right i better go it's like did you, wait no did he finish his work did he finish his fish taco no i dude i don't i don't know for all i know he had like a granola bar and that was it because there certainly Power cannot bar. have had been time yeah to like he too much like literally he created like he discovered and created a new element in an afternoon, not even right. a day in an afternoon. If you break right. down that movie, you're get, by your lot. You, you've given him 45 minutes to create this. Essentially, essentially, essentially. And you're saying this is the problem with Iron Man two. That's my biggest problem with Iron Man two. Uh, like very legit, like on, on top of really, you chose whiplash. Really? Sure. That's a creative decision. Uh, yeah. Like, but in the story, like, and I get like, you don't want to like, like you, uh, Ironmonger was the first, you don't want to do the exact same villain. I oh, get yeah, that. Yeah. Like, cause Crimson Dynamo, Ironmonger, kind of the same thing. I get, you don't want to do that. Yeah, right. And you're afraid to touch Mandarin cause it is, it's, ooh, that it's, is it's complicated. That for is modern complicated. Right, yeah. Right, uh, right. That is created by a generation that just hadn't yeah. caught up yet. You know? Sure, so, sure. Uh, I get all of that. Right. But come on, come on. I lo- I mean, like, I would rather see like Fin Fang Foom like erupt out of the is sea. That, is that an improv game we used to play? <laughs> zip Fin zap, Fang Foom. We didn't really zip uh, zap boop or something like no, that. No, zip zap zoop. Zip zap zoop. Uh, no, uh, Fin Fang Foom is uh, like a giant ancient dragon character okay. that Marvel uh, wears Godzilla. purple pants. Right, yep. Right. Okay. Yep. He wears giant purple pants, <laughs> he and that's kind of pants. no, like for real. Everyone's always like, "Where did he get the pants?" Um, What's his name? Ving Von Voom? Fin, fin Fang Foom. Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, like I would rather... It's a curse. Like see, I, I would rather see kind of a repeat of Iron Man, of, of the of first Iron, Iron Man, Man with Ironmonger, like You'd Duke Crimson Dynamo. Like, right. dude, like you can make that different. You can make the suit higher tech. Mm-hmm. Like he's got better tech than Stark and Stark right. now has to compete. It, it's about And the, by the way, he's dying now. It's about, you know? the, it's about the outfits. It's about the uniforms. So yeah. The, you the know, mech. and like the thing is, is like with yeah. Ironmonger, like that was not a superior suit. Like that was just a bigger suit, bigger, but it had clunkier, clunkier, but it had similar technology. So it was like, and it had Jeff Bridges in it. Yeah. It was like 2.0 versus 2.0. Right, like right. it's really down to the pilot, but if the pilot has better material and Stark still has to be better material and a better pilot, Right, you right. better rise to the occasion. That's Crimson Dynamo. I, I, I would I would have rather seen that than Whiplash. And you can still have Mickey Rourke play Crimson Dynamo. Like, just bring the same accent. Yeah. Could we do this in an Iron Man four? Uh, I don't think they're going to do an Iron Man four. I mean, Iron Man's going to die in in this next movie. So oh no, that's um, my guess. If he doesn't, I'll be. Does, I'll when does Endgame come out? Uh, end of April, I think. Okay, this episode probably airs uh, with that still on the horizon. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna yeah. mark that down as a prediction for you. Yeah, this is uh, Captain Marvel's coming out today, by the way. So uh, at the time that we recorded this, at the yes, time yeah, we're recording yeah, yeah. this, Captain Marvel comes yeah, out tonight. A little bit of a delay in this release of this episode, but uh, uh, and I'm I'm excited to see Captain Marvel. 
with the Avengers. Uh, oh my God. That, same. Uh, yeah. Absolutely the same. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, the release schedule. I almost gave a spoiler, but realize half the world probably have seen the movie Captain yeah. Marvel by the time this comes out. But I don't want to mess that up. Still don't want to mess but that up. But going back to the original part of this thread, which was I love this. I love hearing you talk about because you, you you're talking about it. How I'll talk about Star Wars, but yeah. um, uh, you're still thinking even after like Iron Man two that the nerds haven't won yet, and Doctor no. Strange is not even in your your radar on your no. radar. No, no. When when they announced yeah. that they were doing. Like it, it's kind of, it's, it's weird because like when they announced guardians, I was like, that was a wild way you're doing guardians. Right. I'm excited, but 95% of the world is going, Oh, what? I only knew it because, uh, your wife, Brittany was, uh, you know, a fan of uh, rocket rocket yeah. raccoon. Yeah. It's the only reason I, yeah. is, other than that, I, and I was, I, I remember asking you like, what's a, what's a Drax? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. What's a Drax play for? <laughs> Uh, Drax, uh, his real name is Arthur Douglas. Uh, he was a saxophone player. Uh, when he was, he was killed by a Thanos, uh, in Iron right. Man 55, I believe. Right. Invisible Iron Man number 55. Uh, and he was, uh, he was, he was killed by Thanos as was his wife and daughter, Heather Douglas, uh, the daughter. Um, and then the, uh, Titans, uh, on Titan, mm-hmm. the Eternals on Titan, uh, resurrected Arthur Douglas as Drax and gave him uh, the mission to hunt down Thanos and Thanos. kill him. That's why he is the destroyer. And his entire right. purpose in life is to hunt down I, Thanos. And I remember I was confused because I just assumed someone named the destroyer would be a bad guy. No, it, uh, you, you would think that. You'd think that. Yeah, Not like the Ronan, the accuser, bad guy. Drax, <laughs> the destroyer, good guy. But let's, let's, Ronan, the accuser is not the greatest name for villain. No, you not. did it. That's not. It's just power. <laughs> <laughs> I accuse you of doing this. I accuse you. Uh, but um, but even then, I was like, okay, yeah, okay, Guardians, okay, interesting. I I I'm excited, but like even like ninety percent of your fan base is going who what? what? Um, but like just like uh, two years before, like Dan Abnett, or uh, I guess yeah, this would have been around twenty. 11, I think that they made all these announcements for phase two and three. Right, right, right. Um, maybe mm-hmm. 2012, but I, I think it was 20, 2011. Um, where prior or 2012, yeah, yeah. Uh, prior to the, yeah. Um, First, yeah. No, it must have been 2012 or 2013 that they made those announcements because I think it came after Avengers and Avengers did like, oh my God, we broke every record except Titanic. Right, right. I remember you that. Know? Yeah. So like the world was like, all right, we're paying. <laughs> but you know what? Even then, so long ago. even then, yeah. 2012 Avengers, I wasn't you, like, you the weren't. nerds win. It was when it, okay. it, 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 with Guardians, I was like, oh, they're following up on the Avengers. They're trying to find a new team. Right. Guardians is perfect for that. Um, so that's cool. Like, I'm excited yeah. for it. Um, it makes sense. James Gunn is doing it. That'll be cool. Like, I was on board from the Comic-Con announcement. I was right. like, yep, this, all of this adds up, and this is all going to be fucking amazing. It's all good. Um, it wasn't until Doctor Strange that I was like, oh, the nerds win. Like, the Doctor nerds Strange have won. Doctor Strange is and like certainly like I have a lot of skin in that game because that's a lot of that's skin. my character like a and has of, been since I was like twelve but like a lot of capes a lot of a lot of cloaks of levitation that's right I guess it's his uh, is more of a cloak that's yeah, it's fine everyone Lando's everyone, got a cape He's everyone got a gets it wrong it's completely fine I'm I'm used to it at this point the Ken. cape of immunity uh, no it's the cloak <laughs> of levitation I've already said that uh, <laughs> the, pay, pay the attention cape to your guess cape of fast travel <laughs> it's cape of uh, uh, the cape of parlor tricks. The Cape of 
going down the five <laughs> <laughs> normal speeds. Get my cape uh, of the <laughs> the uh, uh, HOV lane. Oh my, my HOV cape. Uh, <laughs> HOV high occupancy vehicle means uh, one. If you have uh, a yep. two two people in your car, yeah. uh, you can use carpool lane. Carpool lane, yeah. Uh, but plebeians um, in the world. It was when I was like, okay, that's the one. That's like in like if you think about it, it's like yeah, that has like how could that not be the one? Like yeah. no one knew the Guardians, but like it's it's a team. They're mm-hmm. in space. Maybe it's gonna fall flat on its ass. Like right, who knows. Right. But like that's Marvel taking a gamble. Like let's let's shoot this at the wall and see if it works. Maybe we can get a new team out there. Right. And you know, to be honest, like Marvel's like properties are stretched so thin, and their IPs like are licensed and shared right. in such strange ways. Yeah, very. Oh, it's impossible. Um, impossible that it's like, well, what what else do they have? And I I, right. I think like the woman who wrote Guardians, Meg Meg Lafave, I think is the one who wrote it. She was part of their initial writers program. Okay. And they were all given the chance like, Hey, what property, if you could turn it into a film, would you choose? Um, so they were like, from my understanding, cause I had a friend who did it, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, he was given, we want you to do this movie. We okay. want you to, to, to write this, see if you can break this movie. But if you could write any other movie, we also want you to work on that. Okay. So I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what he chose, what yeah. he chose versus what he was assined. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. You won't know any of he it. chose a uh, fat hop toad. He's a villain. Yep. 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 Uh, but they were like, now nah, that belongs to Fox. And he was like, oh, yeah. darn. He had a couple issues in 76. <laughs> Fat hop toad. Uh, but, um, but Megan, who wrote Guardians, like, yeah. I think that's what she chose. She was she, like, oh, the Guardians are great. Right. I've heard that urban legend. I, you know, pulled it out of a stack, so to speak, was like this one. And they were like, okay, but. Okay, sure. Sure. And, and what's funny about that if is you that fail. she actually chose the original 1969 team. So really? she, so remember when guardians two came out right? and they had like, um, Sylvester Stallone playing, um, Oh my God. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Sir Rocky. No, it's, it's Starhawk, but I, I feel like I'm getting it wrong. I know you hate um, that. I, I'll get an email and a text is, from you. Oh my God. Four days from now. So mad. Can we um, record the entire episode? Yeah, because I, I forgot a, it was fat top hop <laughs> I, I need to re, re-record the entire thing now. <laughs> Let's go back to one. Um, hold on. I so literally, I'm literally have to look it up. We're not stopping recording. You're going to look it up uh, live on the air here on your little smartphone. Yeah, it is Starhawk. It is Starhawk. Starhawk. Yes. Okay, yes. I understand. Uh, but and Sometimes it, I'm like, is it Moff Tion Ger Gerard, Admiral Firmus Piet? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, so many fans are like, oh, I don't know how you keep all that stuff straight in your head. And it's like. I don't, I, I, I don't either. Like, yeah. mo- like I feel yeah, like 80% no, of the time I actually don't like, I like you just, li- yeah, so Ben Mendelsohn's character's middle name is Callan Orson Callan Krennic. Why do I know that? I don't and know. I don't know. I'm not even talking about movie trivia schmodown BS. Like I could care less about that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, why know. do I know that? Well, you his just know. Name, I read it. I obviously read it in a book, Yeah. but why do I remember? Why okay. do you remember? I don't, yeah. Uh, like, uh, God, what is it? Marvel superheroes number 18 that, uh, right. guardians of the galaxy premiered in, or was it 12? See, and, and then if you God oh, bless man. it, if you miss it, and, I'm not good like with Cap- Star Wars and, numbers. And, and Captain Marvel is also in Marvel Super. Anyway, so right, right, right. Uh, and I'm getting those two confused. Yeah, but Starhawk and Juggernaut is like X Men number. No, was it? Yeah, Juggernaut was X Men number twelve, and I think that maybe right. twelve is sticking in my head. I'm getting all the numbers. <laughs> no, anyway, Juggernaut so. was Archie uh, number eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, Amazing Adventures of Archie. He fought Jughead <laughs> for the title of Juggernaut. <laughs> Jughead or not? <laughs> Um, but, uh, uh, man, I'm so <laughs> off. So she, yeah. she, so, so like she picked, she picked the original 1969 okay. team of, right. 
uh, uh, major victory. Well, no major victory was, uh, what was his original name? Um, Vance Astro. So she chose Vance Astro, Martin X, Charlie 27, uh, Starhawk and Yondu Udanta. That was the original team. Um, and she did a couple versions of that script. It wasn't working. Everyone at Marvel wasn't this. And this is all just what I've heard. I, I don't sure, know if yeah, any of it's true again, or not. Ur- this is, urban yeah, legend of these legend, creations. But, um, uh, I, I have a feeling that this is, there are elements of what I'm saying to be true. Right. Um, so uh, she did all that and then uh, discovered the Dan Abnett run from, I want to say 2008. I was like, yeah. oh, new Guardians. Let's try this. Yeah. And that's where it started to spark and come to life. And mm. like, I think guardians of the galaxy owes so much of his existence to the writer of that first film. And I think it was Meg okay. um, who broke that story, figured that story out, figured out those characters, Yeah, you know? Um, and then James Gunn got involved and, you know, did and, his version and of added the script some music and, 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 and added some music and, and everything else. But like, um, Chris, but Pratt. yeah, even, even guardians, I wasn't like, Oh, the nerds even have guardians. win. It was with Dr. Strange because as obscure as, as, the guardians are right. We have, we, we can understand the guardians. The guardians are, it's star Wars. It's star it's, Wars. It's, it's like, Marvel in space, yeah. but there's a lot of characters. You go, that kind of reminds me of Tony Stark. And I'm saying from a simpleton sure. Sure. Sim- for me, I, I don't, you know, I don't know what you know in Marvel. I go, Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. The biggest wild card is a, is a tree and a raccoon yeah. and a I raccoon love and a, yeah. and a tree. Yeah. So got it. Um, but along comes a sorcerer supreme. But then they're like, "Oh, by the way, uh, so you know all the stuff that you've seen in Marvel. Well, there's also a multiverse, and right. that you can use magic to tap into that multiverse, and you can channel extra dimensional energies into our dimension from that universe if you know the way to move your hands and the words and the way to right. think about it. Like if you get a, like yeah, order like, a sandwich easier. Yeah, like yeah. there's a reason that Marvel, uh, like Doctor Strange, was so big with college students in the '60s, like. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. He's he's the trippiest, weirdest, what the fuckiest character that Marvel has in a lot of ways, especially, especially the, in its early like Silver Age. You're talking you know? about that late '60s. That's also where like all the hippies loved Tolkien, and you know yeah. it's covered a lot in like the National Lampoon stuff. That's where they parodied it. Parodied yeah. did it. Parodied yeah. made, it, made a parody of it. Uh, yeah, Board of the Rings because <laughs> people were yeah. obsessed with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like like yeah. there's a reason like that weird. Like, uh, like the word that they always used for him was kooky, like this weird yeah. kooky character, like, but yeah. he was always so backburner. Like he was hit or miss with sure. his comic book series, like all throughout, like, but there is a group of heart. Like I've met a few other fans of oh, Strange, Dr. Yeah. Strange uh-huh. and we are all like right. hardcore. Fa- like if you're a fan of Dr. Like you are a hardcore but fan. Only of Dr. like maybe you and one other person actually look like Dr. Strange. <laughs> It completely accidental. Like, it, it, like everyone, it's like the so many people align. No, like literally. And it was so funny because people have pointed out so many times, like oh, yeah. you, you, you're growing your facial hair like Dr. Strange. No, 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 no. I have a weak chin that I like to hide <laughs> with facial hair. I don't want to have just a goatee. So I grew the mustache and I would grow a full beard if I could. If you can. But my I've never cheeks, seen you in a full beard. Because yeah. my cheeks won't produce the hair for it. Really? I literally cannot grow a full beard. I, I, I couldn't for a long time. I grew up in yeah. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Like you're, Abe you're, Lincoln. No, but you grow, you, Mercer, like you right. guys have great, great beards. And I'm jealous of them. I have wish I, I could Have you seen Matt grow. Mercer with a beard? He's got a beard now. 
And you look kind of like Rachel Ghoul. I tell him all the time. I like, haven't, dude, you I look haven't, like see, I haven't seen him in person in a bit. He's uh, got like the white right. It's, it's, uh, it's all it's all his hair color except right here on the edges of oh, his lips, so like it's white. And I'm like, dude, that's, you're so Rachel Ghoul. That's so fucking cool. That's awesome. Uh, uh, wow, I haven't. Yeah, uh, yeah. That the, the white the white hair comes fast, kids. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's so funny because like so many people are like, ah, you look like Doctor Strange. You did it on purpose, and it's like, not really. No, like it, this is like a very. I don't want people to see like my weak chin. Did you start busting into that song from uh, uh, that that uh, Barnum Bailey's movie. This is me. <laughs> I, I never saw that movie. I didn't so either. I, I, <laughs> uh, but I'm yeah, Doctor like, Strange. But yeah, yeah, to to wrap up our 45 minute conversation. No, this is what I wanted. Uh, uh, I do yes, have a next topic, uh, but yes, Doctor Strange uh, was when I was like, oh, the nerds win. Yeah, the nerds. Have That's won. the one. Not ju- and again, it's and not just because this is your guy. No, it, it really is that guy. Is. It's who that guy is. Like even yeah. within Marvel, I have so many f- friends who yeah. are giant Marvel, like until the movie I have, like I have so many friends who are giant Marvel fans who would be like, I just don't get Dr. Strange. Right. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and if, 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 if I were to hand them like, uh, you know, a specific issue, they might get them. Yeah. But like, if, if I were to say like when guardians came out and I'm like, Oh, I don't know guardians. Read Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning's mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy run and you'll get it. Oh my God, I totally get it. Get this it should now. absolutely be a movie. This is awesome. Mm. But like, if you go and look at the Doctor Strange stuff, you're like, how the fuck are they going to do this? Like, right. not like none of this makes any real sense. How does this translate to move like to film? Like, mm-hmm. who are they going to get to do? Because Doctor Strange says stuff like, by the hurry hosts of Hargath <laughs> and, you know, the vapors of Valtor and the winds of Watum. And like, <laughs> You yeah. know, like well, yeah, it's be- all so silly because we start with Iron Man and I know Iron Man wasn't, you know, the biggest, greatest character of all time. Yeah, that was an interesting choice, maybe. But yeah, but they start with Iron Man and we could grasp it. He was a military arms mm-hmm. dealer, kind of yeah. cool drinking playboy. That's a superhero to us. Yeah, he's fighting real stuff, even that's on Earth. There's nothing. No aliens coming yeah. down. Yeah. Batman. And yeah, I'm talking on base level public stuff. Yeah, pub, he, the general audience. Yeah, he's like, um, he's like the Apple of Batman. Like yeah, he's, he is, he is. And so we, and, you know, and, and, Batman is PC and, and I, Iron Man is Apple. <laughs> he's Mac. That's, that's, one's John Hodgman. <laughs> one is Justin Long. Yep. Um, but then Iron like, Man is Justin Long. Yeah. Then you got um, Batman is John Hodgman, which is <laughs> a sentence that's never been it's uttered. Never that been feels done. really good to say something that's yeah. never been said. <laughs> but then even like Thor comes along, and that is absolutely, you know, you got Asgard and all these things that aren't. Yeah, but you're you're you've grown up with Thor. Yeah. Well, and and like Thor is an Avenger, so like yeah. you get to the end of Iron Man, and you're like, you uh, ever heard of the Avengers Initiative? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Then yeah. you get like the Hulk, and it's like, well, that makes sense. And Tony Hulk. Stark appears at the end of that, and he's like right. talking to Thunderbolt Ross, like blah blah blah. We gotta right. go to the Hulk and the Avengers Initiative. Uh, I don't know why that's my Downey Jr. And then you get <laughs> Iron Man two, if I remember the the order correctly, and Iron Man two ends with. Mjolnir being discovered. Mjolnir is uh, right. Thor's hammer. Thor's uh, uh, Thor's fork. And so, like, but like, so Thor makes sense because you're like, all right, we've done Iron Man, we've done Hulk. Right. Thor was one of the original Avengers. Yeah, Captain, we know we, Captain America is going to come out. You that don't makes know total comics, sense. You know them. You know, so like, it's like this all makes like. So when Thor came out, I was like, I don't know how they're going to do it, but that right. makes sense because they're doing the Avengers. Doctor Strange, he's helped the Avengers. He was like. He's yeah. been a part of the new Avengers, which is a completely different team. It's essentially the West Coast Avengers, <laughs> um, just with a different name. Uh, and We're in the 2000s. It. Yeah. Um, but like, so Dr. And, and even then, he's never really officially been an Avenger so much as he's been like the yeah. deus machina that they needed. That he need, You know? Um, is he now in MCU stuff? Is is he is he signed the paperwork? I can't remember. Wait, what? 
I can't remember. He's on the team now, though, right? He, I, uh, he's in the of, comics? In the, in the Still MC, not in the comics. In the movies. In MCU. the movies, I don't know that he's an Avenger yet. He hasn't got his patch. Well, I mean, he... he I know he's involved with the stuff. He's like, involved, I but, saw, like, he, he... Well, I mean, he died in, in Infinity War. Sure, I believe all those people are dead. But I'm saying... <laughs> no, they're not. I'm saying... Did he sign the paperwork? Did my character, Bob Tempest, from your <laughs> Avengers party, who was the Avengers HR guy that I created, no? Did he show up and give him the introductory paperwork? He did not be. Uh, he did not because uh, uh, Bob, Bob w- Tempest could I, not get all the way to Titan. I In wish fact, Bob Tempest may have been one of the fifty percent that disappeared. <laughs> I'm sure he was. I wish you. Uh, we were more. Now we are more known on the internet for all this mm-hmm. all this nerd ramblings mm-hmm. that we do. I wish in 2012 when I showed up to your Avengers party as Bob Tempest, the HR guy, I wish, I wish we had the audience then that we have now because yeah. I think that would have been a character I could have done. Yeah, and no, I think it would have been really would have funny. Designed fan art and then I could have pit, appeared on Marvel doing a uh, Marvel uh, movie news, yeah. doing a Bob Tempest Bob segment. Tempest and, yeah. Missed opportunities, all well, I'm yeah. saying. You know what we should do is have like... A new Avengers party. Like, what we should do. We should do it. Like, uh, an Avengers a new, party? Yeah, an Avengers party. That, does that group party still anymore? No, we're all, <laughs> we, we all got into our mid 30s and 40s. 40 and we're like, yeah, stop. we're tired. This is yeah, hard. This is hard. Oh my God. Oh, I, I don't have time to go to the thrift store. Legendary like, parties. Yeah. People, I mean, uh, we, 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 one of those parties trended on Reddit. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> Two did. of them did. Yeah, and I was like, maybe yeah. three. I was there. You see the guy in the corner, not really dressed, wondering what he's doing there, wondering why the baseball game's not on the TV. Yeah, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, Jared ah, ah. um, Ferguson. Ah, whatever. It was fun. Uh, no, those were yeah. My uh, for those uh, those of you who don't know, my lovely wife Brittany, uh, back in the day, as they mm. say, uh, threw gigantic epic theme parties for birthdays. Yeah, and she had two Avengers parties. I had two Bill Murray parties. We had a Saturday morning cartoon party. Saturday morning cartoon that was a good one. Uh, a couple other ones. But speaking of ah. of Bill Murray, yeah. So if you're associated with Doctor Strange. You are also, to a lot of people, maybe more on the friend side than the public Mostly side. Mostly friend side, yeah, uh, yeah. You are very associated with the love of Bill Murray. Yeah. And, you, you know, I'm de- Bill, Bill Murray's absolutely one of my favorites uh, from SNL days. You know, SNL historian. Aykroyd's my favorite SNL guy. But yeah, Bill no, I get that. Rushmore, one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> his line in Royal Tenenbaums of where's that red one going to go is one of my all-time favorite <laughs> comedy lines. The, 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 the line that I love from Royal Tenenbaums from Bill Murray is and he's he just says it with so much sincerity and it's so sad but like I don't know why it's so funny to me is um I think he finds out like his wife is divorcing I can't remember exactly what it is but he just goes well I just want to die just like the way he says (laughs) it is so funny god I love it so much um all those things is easy but Bill Murray's your guy just like and Steve Martin's my other guy yeah. that a lot of yeah people. I know I know but Steve our, Martin is absolutely yeah but on yeah. our, our our mutual friend Lou Santini Steve Martin is even more his guy yes you know? but I got Steve Martin stuff hanging in my in my uh, you do. apartment here um just but you've got Bill Murray stuff um I got I really want to talk to you on air about the this documentary that came out on Netflix a while yeah. ago uh the 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 Bill Murray stories yeah because you have this Bill Murray story you've yeah. met Bill Murray yeah um and it's it, that the documentary for us as Bill Murray fans, it was oddly inspiring. But I, I really want to know what the journey you went through with that. Is that with that with that with movie? That, with that, watching that movie, other than you and I both agreed, I, I forget the director Tommy, whatever. It starts off a little like, all right, I get what they're trying to do, yeah. and, and, and a little so precocious, the, but the, then it just picks up. Yeah, the the movie sort of it, it grew on me. The documentary yeah. did. So the the documentary is essentially like this guy. Um, 
by all accounts is, is a big Bill Murray fan as well. Right. Um, and you know, he hears all the stories that we all hear about, like, you know, Bill Murray walking up behind someone in the bathroom and <laughs> putting his eyes over there or his hands over their eyes and then whispering, no one will ever believe no you. Whether that's true or not, who knows? Sure, but then we, who knows? that's the point. We but, don't know. But we don't know. And that's the thing is like now that story has like yeah. gone everywhere. Like right. so many people, like it's a pervasive myth. Like it is so much so that Bill Murray has now, he has start he has sort of like superseded celebrity and become mythic. Like he's yes. like, he's like level 20 celebrity, which very few celebrities ever reach. He's yes. You know, like, um, yeah. like I, I don't even think Tom Cruise is. It's different because Cruz is like, he's like, oh, he's a big celebrity, like superstar, movie star. Yeah. But Bill Murray is like, wait, he did what? Where did he go? He's like, people tell legends. Like he's like Lovecraftian. Like there's a bard that follows him or or not Lovecraftian, um, uh, Tolkien. Yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. I'm so used to talking about Lovecraft a lot uh, recently. That's fair. Um, But yeah, Bill Murray is Lovecraftian. He's he's not Arlathotep, everyone. Watch out. Uh, That's where his charm (laughs) comes from. He's going to, he's trying to end the, end the world. Um, but, uh, he, he, um, yeah. So this documentary yeah. is a, essentially just like, let's get to the bottom of these stories. The Tao of Bill. Yeah. The Tao of Bill. Is that what it's called? No, I'm just, yeah, but it was you, you like, said that at lunch and it's stick. Yeah. Well, Stop. I mean, they, 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 they say that they talk about that towards the end of the movie, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. So like essentially this, this filmmaker mm-hmm. document documentarian, uh, goes to all the people who have, have firsthand experience with the stories about like, you know, right. Bill Murray at the the bachelor party or at the wedding, you know, Bill right. Murray um, serving drinks uh, uh, at South by Southwest. And, you know, right, no right. matter what people would ask for, he would just give them tequila or whatever. You know, um, Bill Murray, like crashing a karaoke party, you know, like the the washing the dishes at that party. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Like, um, yeah. so like, all and, these- and by the way, the director, the guy made it is Tommy Avalone. I just want to give oh, that's right. And B yeah. Murray stories as you can follow him on Twitter. Um, yeah. So he creates this documentary and. Mm-hmm. everyone, every single person's experience with Bill and their, their personal story was he was just like the best dude. Like he was chill. He was nice. Like mm-hmm. he was very humble. Like he knows who he is, but like he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't beat you with it. Like he just accepts. He's like, yeah, people know who I am and that's great. And now I'm going to go have fun with you. And like, using that power, that moment that he knows to create, to give himself to them in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Create something beyond just you met Bill Murray, but let's have a life moment. Yeah. Let's, you know, it's, it's the same thing as like the, the, the one guy who was like, I don't want a selfie or he was like, Hey, can I get a selfie? And Bill was like, no, but we can make a slow motion video. Yes. It's like, Oh, that's kind of like, you know, that's awesome. Like, and like, I, I didn't even know that I was doing it, but I think I was accidentally doing that. Like at, um, Gen Con last year, right. Um, out in Indianapolis, uh, I went out there with uh, geek and centering critical role and was at the critical role booth mm-hmm. helping them out. Right. And, uh, you know, again, I don't, I don't know what else to say like other than fans, but like people who watch listener supporters, listener yeah. supporters, you know, um, are coming up and going, Oh, oh my God. Like I watched your show. This is really cool. Can I get a picture? Right, right. And I would always be like, yeah, but the price of the picture is we have to do something wholly original. We sure. can't just stand next to each other and smile. Like right. I refuse to do that. And it was so fun to go back through Instagram and Twitter yeah, yeah. a week later and look at all the fun that I had right, right. with like, and I remembered every single one of those people. Yeah. Like I may not have remembered their name, but I remember the conversation we had. I remembered yeah, yeah. our interaction. Uh, I remembered, Oh, they were so nervous and it was like great to like, 
Yeah. Help them not be nervous or, you know, like they were so excited to meet this other person. I hope that they did. Like I literally remembered, like I must've found about like a hundred pictures and I like, so like doing something different and special with every single person. That's awesome. Like allowed me to kind of make room in my memory for them. Right. If that makes any sense. It totally makes sense. You, you know, I am, I, I probably give the same static photo. Uh, I'm going to now you're challenging me to do better on that, but I always like to shake a hand and look in the eyes Yeah, and I'll ask your name. I won't remember it necessarily, but there's been times I've been followed up going to a convention a year later and Hey, you know, as long as you're, Hey, Hey, you met me last year. Some, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. starts to jog. Yeah. And, and like and there's space in my mind. That's a great way to put it. Clear space in your mind for them. Yeah. You know, and like, I, like if you're, if you are going to support the show that I'm doing, yeah. Like then I owe it to you to know right. you. Like that's not, that's not, I don't want it to be unilateral. I don't want it to be like right. one-sided, like, huh, you watch me, but I don't get to watch you. Like, right, right. you know, I, you know, maybe, you know, like not everyone is doing their own show or whatever else, but like, yeah. At the same time, it's like, yeah, but like, I am just a human being who you are watching. Right. And you, I don't know. Like, it's like, I'm just, it's, I'm just this, I'm just this well, guy who knows comic books. Yeah. Like, I, I don't belong on any. Totally. Totally. Like, but it's like, I don't deserve fans. You it's, know, it's, it's even like, like, you know, I'm in this weird world of the Patreon world. So I am, yeah. I am asking you to consider to support me with a small monthly donation. Right. Yeah. That's weird. Um, it's a weird time, but our, in, the industry around us is crumbling. I've mm-hmm. lost my job in a year now. You, you recently, I just got laid off. Yeah. I mean, digital, digital media, digital is media like, is a lie. <laughs> it's a sham. It's yeah. It's going away. You it's know, a shadow on the wall as Varys would say, um, power, <laughs> Sadly, power you know. lies where men believe power resides. Um, but the point is, so if I do that and I'm surviving, I, I believe I am giving you content that you enjoy. You've yeah. said it. So yeah. I'm going to continue to give that. But if you crawl over that wall with me, it's, up to me i owe you the chance to know like i got a listener scribbler jeff's on he, he's, a, he's a nurse at a, at a children's cancer research awesome. center and it, he goes through tough times yeah. uh you know i got uh my friend snacks out there in arizona you know a veteran in in uh fought for our country now he's yeah. a radio guy like it's up for me it's up to me to know those stories because yeah. i now have new friends that i get yeah. to hang you know hang, sometimes hang, literally hang out with them you know, but that's not always the case. And yeah. There's certainly some some sort of boundaries. But I do feel, and the Bill Murray documentary impressed upon me even more to create those memories yeah. for all of us because I am just a dude that goes and buys the toilet paper at Target. Yeah. You, you just happen to listen to a show that I do yeah. most of the time by myself in my apartment. Yeah, like I had I had so many people come up to me at so many people. I'm so So fat. many people. I had I had Matt Keys a I, jerk. I, I had a fair amount of people come up to me mm. at uh, Gen Con and be like, Oh my God, I, I, I can't, I can't believe I'm meeting you. I'm so nervous. And I'm just like, my response was always the same. Yeah. I'm a dude who likes comic books and knows how to talk about them. Let's literally. Yeah. Like that's it. Like, and I can write like a funny promotional piece right. for like, like, like I get on camera, like I'm lucky enough to be in a city mm-hmm. and to know the right people mm-hmm. that I can get on camera and I have just enough talent and no knowledge mm-hmm. to be enter- entertaining, I guess. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like, you know, I'm, I'm not yeah. going out and giving Oscar Oscar performances and important films, you know, like I'm not doing moonlight. I'm not doing, you know, like yet. Yes. Yeah. Yet. Fair. 
but uh, to, to go back to your original, <laughs> but the original question, thing, Bill Murray, that it, uh, yeah, to see him go through to, to, for me, it and I talked I talked about it a little bit on this podcast. I don't, really, but it was a couple months ago when when I first saw it. But like, I was inspired the end of it, like even just in my own yeah. life. Like, what can when I walk into a room because I can be shy, I can be sullen, I, I need to know the people in the room. You know, you've been friends yeah. with me a long time, but there's a lot of people in our Dude, friends. I think group, you and I are coming up on. 12 years, 12 years, years of friendship. Yeah. Um, I still group friends in our, our circle who probably don't know what to do with me. Cause I don't know what to do with them. Cause I'm, yeah. un, I'm unsure of myself, yeah. but, but to be better in those moments, cause Bill Murray would walk into a party and say, don't worry, I'll do the dishes so you can go have fun. And, yeah. just cre- and it's like, I, I was in, I had tears rolling down my face within this documentary. Yeah, no, like very legitimately. And like, the, who, by the, the way, he's, you know, he's a creative guy. He's been difficult on sets. I've heard some of those stories sure, too. He's sure. one of those kind of creative genius guys, but he's, but he, but I think by all accounts, a great dude. Yeah. Um, great person. But it all shows in this, you know, because there's even the guy, the, the guy who Tommy made the documentary when he sees him at that minor league baseball game. Yeah. Bill's not like, hey, he, you can see Bill's like, I got to go. You know, I'm yeah. walking, and but he and he did take the picture with him. But like, there's still he's still a human who has needs. But yeah. it's like he's still a human, and he's like, aware he's, of it. He's yeah. got a lot of people coming up to him for autographs and pictures, and he's happy to to entertain and acquiesce. But like, he yeah. continues to move. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, I've got to, I've, I've got to get go. from A to B. You're welcome to walk with me on that journey and and take yeah. a quick picture. But I, I'm not going to stop and let a crowd form and you know which like, is the lesson learned in that moment by the the, the filmmaker of you know i've been trying to create this moment it yeah, doesn't happen that way it doesn't happen that way it yeah like that and way. that was that was essentially how like my story like and it, you like, met bill yeah so did you have you told this in the knapsack files no i don't it's think it's been have, so long though that people probably have missed it you met bill murray yeah uh in 29 minutes or less can you tell that exchange <sighs> Uh, do you really, do you really want I, me to tell I'd the, like, I'd like a do shorter, we have time? Wait, we, like you want me to try and do it? We got about 10 shorter? minutes for the show here. So, so, okay. so quick. Uh, yeah. so, and you'll have to, you'll have to post this picture. Like the, you Resend need the picture. it to me. Cause yeah, I tried I will, looking I will, for I will, it one time. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll dig it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so huge Bill Murray fan. I'm at my very first Hollywood job. This is, I want to say like probably around 2006. Right. 2005 a year after we first met yeah yeah 2005 at the earliest 2007 at the latest it's yeah. in that time right frame. in that time frame. yeah um and i'm i'm at, at, at my job it's a christian production company in, in santa monica okay uh, i remember that yeah yeah dude um yeah uh yeah. I'm, I'm at that job and uh then i i get a phone call from josh paget my, my old yeah. roommate remember him yeah and he was uh like just one of the best dudes, Josh. Josh is great. Yeah. Like, like one of my favorite, I know I'm tangenting on, on this, but like one of my favorite things about him was, um, if I would ask him like his opinion on like, should I do a, B or C? Mm. He would always say, well, what would be awesome for the other person? Like that was his response to everything. It'd be like, Hey, I really, I'm thinking I want to do this or this. Mm. And his response was always, well, which one is of those is going to be awesome for the other person. Right. And like, he just like, that's just the way he, he thought. He was, he was the dude that for 10 years, every Monday volunteered at a homeless yeah, uh, yeah. food. He's like the yeah. best of us. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love that dude. Like, I haven't yeah. talked to him in, in so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at his wedding and, and, and yeah, really yeah. got a chance to see him, you know, before. And now he's moved away to, to go to seminary, I think somewhere, but mm-hmm. just like one of the best dudes. Right. Um, so he calls me, he's like, uh, Jake, he's Van Stratton. I don't even know if you remember him, but I he do would do like, Jake so he, yeah. he used to do a uh, celebrity sort of like trivia game show where you uh, uh, at Acme comedy theater where, where I was first received sketch and improv training out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was working a stage manager there. Everyone there I, knew me and, 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 and Josh was the technical director there. So he's running all the lights and sound and everything. 
So I get a call from him and he goes, so Jay Keith has a show tonight and I think Bill Murray's a guest. And I was like, what? What? He's like, yeah, no, I I've seen him uh, at the restaurant next door, Amalfi, the, Amalfi, the Italian right? restaurant with room five up top, um, where I did stand up for the first time. That's where we met. Yeah. It's where we met. It's where we met. Yep. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, He's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen him for about 15 minutes now, but I know he's here. And I was like, I'll be right down. So I left Santa Monica and drove up to the middle of Hollywood. And I swear to God, I made it in 20 minutes. Like, and by you're the like way, Iron Man, Tony it's Stark like, there. Yeah. It's like five o'clock. Yeah. That's I a, should like, I bent time. I don't, impossible. I still don't know how I did it. It's impossible. You went to the, you went into the multiverse because like that, that should have been an, an hour 15 oh, easily. from Santa Monica easily. at five o'clock. Um, so I, I make it in 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, and I get up to the parking garage and I grab my camera cause mm-hmm. you know, this is, you know, before camera phones are, are, are uh, much of a thing. <laughs> That's right. God almighty. I'm making myself so like old. Like a digital story. camera, like yeah. a little digital camera, right? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So like I, I grab that and I go, thank God I even had it. <laughs> um, and I, I go running downstairs and I ru- like, I just run straight back to the green room, assuming that that's where he's right. going to be. The show has already started by this point. And, um, and I, I, I get inside. And I, I get in the green room. I'm like, is Bill Murray here? And like, there's a woman back there who I'm, whom I never met. And she's like, no, she had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, but he's on the show tonight. Right. And she goes, I don't think so. Like, I haven't seen him. Like maybe he's a surprise <laughs> guest. And I was like, oh my God, maybe he's a surprise guest. So I went running up to the booth cause the booth had a, a lock on it. Sure. And a lot of times they would lock that door right. and hide celebrities in there, like to keep them kind of safe, safe and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh my God, that's a, exactly where he is. So I go running up, knock, like pound on the door. My, and Josh, during the show? Yeah, during the show, Josh opens it and he's like, dude, what? And I was Calm like, down. I was like, is Bill Murray back here? And he's like, no, look around. You can clearly see he's not here. Like, I was, he's like, like did, you re- did you really pound on the door for Bill Murray? I'm like, dude, you called me. You called me. <laughs> you called me 40 minutes ago saying that Bill Murray and I should come down. He's like, yeah, dude, I haven't seen him. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's been an hour that I saw him. I was like, oh, come on, man. So like, He's like, well, maybe he's next door because that's where yeah. I saw him. So yeah. I go to the uh, Italian restaurant next door, Amalfi. Yeah. And at this time, like I knew every single waiter and bartender that worked there because I was there. And a lot of them were comics. Two, <laughs> yeah, I was there for like two or three nights a week. Some of them and were actors. comics that I performed with and stuff Jason like that. Jason Bugs, Jesse. Oh, my God. Jody, Jody Miller. God, what yeah. a bunch of what a bunch of great people. Man. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I run over there and I ask every single last person. I look at every single table. Like I, I had to be one of the creepiest dudes in Hollywood that night. Like just like. <laughs> Like I was like literally like like Why a, is Doctor Strange looking at us? <laughs> I was like literally like one of those pigs that like like sniffs for truffles. Like yeah, yeah. I was that guy. I was like a Bill Murray hog. Like yeah. just where is he? Where is he? Don't find I look around Amalfi for ten minutes, don't find him. Everyone's right. like, Yeah, I saw him earlier. He was a great guy. I didn't I haven't seen him for I remember about 30 that bartender. Yeah, right? I know who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I haven't seen him for about thirty minutes now. I'm like, oh man, I fucking <laughs> miss Bill Murray. So like I, I get up, I get yeah. back up to the parking garage and I'm looking mm-hmm. back over La Brea. Uh, how, how much time do I have? You're good. Finish this All right, one. So I uh, get back up to La Brea and I'm just like looking at the sidewalk. And I'm just like lamenting right. that I've missed Bill Murray. Like mm-hmm. the reason I'm in Los Angeles, the reason I want to do comedy the is because reason, of what yeah. he did for me when I was a kid. And uh, I'm like, man, I, I've got, I, I'm so, I'm so bummed. And as I walk back to my car, I can feel, no, he's no. still here. Like I felt Murray's like these. Like you can hear his name on the wind. I was like, Oh my God, no, 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 I'm not giving up. Yeah. And I go running back to the window and I'm looking back in La Brea and literally the second I get back, I look down at Amalfi yeah. and I see these two kids walking out backwards and they're like laughing, yeah, like yeah. To, they're talking to someone 
and I see, and I swear to God, I don't know why, but I recognize the red windbreaker from right. like pictures I'd seen of Bill Murray on sure. IMDb or something. Right. I was like, oh my God, I think I know that that red windbreaker <laughs> belongs to Bill Murray because I'm not a creepy not Bill creepy Murray stalker. And he, sure enough, I was right. It's, it's, it's Bill fucking Murray. I was like, oh my God, he's there. Yeah. Oh, he was in room five. I don't know why I didn't even think to look oh, up there. Upstairs, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even look upstairs. I'm an idiot. So I go just like, I, I like it's two flights up. I took four steps. Right, right. Like I just boing, 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 yeah. boing like duck, duck tails, like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> on a cane in the video game, like all the way down the stairs. Yeah. Get to the sidewalk. And as I get to the sidewalk, the two kids who were talking to him, a couple of comics. Yeah. Uh, walking by or like, what? A, like I hear them just going, what a nice guy. What? A, like, what, I can't believe yeah. we got to meet. They're like, what a, like, I'm like, ah, he's a nice guy. And I see him going to the valet, which right, is just right, like a right few feet corner, away on the brain. So I'm like, I'm going to take it cool. He's going to have to sit and wait for his car. I'm just going to walk by and be like, Oh my God. Bill Murray. Oh my God. I didn't Fancy know you were meeting here. You. Fancy meeting you. I didn't just spend two and a half hours of my night. Like, like, turn, like yeah. throwing tables, looking for you underneath them, yeah. hiding from me. Um, and so I casually walking and I'm like, ah, oh, valet, like, all right, he's at the valet, gave him his ticket. All right. The valet is going to take off to go get his car. Oh, what? Wait, his car's right there. He's just giving Bill Murray the keys. <laughs> I give it. Oh, they don't know. They don't move. Murray's oh car. no. Uh, so like Bill Murray starts, he's right. His car's right there right already. There. What he was just he had driving? to get his keys. Uh, a very nice, like Aston Martin, I think. Right, right. I remember it being I remember an Aston you, I remember Martin. asking that question. Um, yeah. And I, I remember thinking, I want an Aston Martin now, but maybe I misread the logo. Like Bill Murray's going to listen to this and be like, I've never owned an Aston Martin, you dumbass kid. Yeah. Um, so like literally, I, I'm using that word correctly. Literally, Bill Murray is in front of his car. Like he is now wrapping his way around the front end of his car to go to his driver's side door. Right. Like he's maybe three seconds away from getting into his car. Right. And, and out of your life. I, 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 and out of my life forever. This is my only chance. And the casual, cool demeanor that I was trying to establish <laughs> and just like building up, just like, I'm just going to walk by and Oh, hello. Uh, all of a sudden I just stop where I'm at and I just go, Bill Murray. <laughs> and just like, I don't even know that I've done it until I've done it. And then I hate myself for having done that. <laughs> and I, I'm just, I just stop and I don't know what to do. Right. Cause I've just made a fool of myself. Like right. I've broken the rule. Every rule. Like, like you don't scream at a celebrity's name. Like that's not how this is supposed to work. And he just like stops at his door. He's literally has his hand on the door as I do that. Right. And he just stops and goes, and from across the car, like looks at me, we're maybe 12 feet away from each other. And he just goes, Yes. And I was, and I'm just like, uh, like I'm like the dog who caught the car. Like, what the fuck do I do <laughs> with this do? giant car that I just chased for two blocks? Biting the bumper. Like, like yeah, I'm going to bite the bumper yeah, yeah. and bury this car. No. Yeah. Uh, so I, I very slowly walk over to him with my hand in the air. Like I'm approaching a cop. Right. Like, right, right, right. like excuse me, officer. Uh, yeah. I'm fine. I'm safe. I have not. Uh, like, so I'm literally holding my hands up in the air as I approach Bill fucking Murray. Like, um, Hi. Um, hello, Mr. Murray. And he goes, so he kind of leaves his car and walks up on the sidewalk and he's approaching me very cautiously. Like this kid might have a knife or a gun. Sure. And he's like, but he's from the streets of Chicago. He's like, he can take care of himself. Right. Right. Um, and he, uh, he goes, uh, can I, can I help you son? And, uh, I go, yeah. Um, 
I'm so sorry uh, to just scream at you like that, Mr. Murray. And he, he goes, let me stop you right there. Please don't call me Mr. Murray. Please just call me Bill. You know me as Bill Murray. Just call me Bill. And I was like, huh, huh, <laughs> sure, Bill, we're friends. Uh, my name is Matt. You can call me Matt. Here's my number. Here's my email. I, like, am, I am Matt. I am Matt. Uh, and uh, I, I, so after I recover my weakened knees from him saying to just call him Bill, uh, I collect myself and I like, I, I wanted to ask for a picture, mm-hmm. but more important than that was I wanted to thank him. Uh, and essentially what I, uh, this is not going to be verbatim, but sure, essentially sure. what I said to him was, um, Bill, I just wanted to say thank you for having the bravery and the, the bravery to put yourself out there, uh, and the patience to develop your talent. Um, because of what, uh, because of the laughter that you brought it to me as a child, um, with like, with, with, with Caddyshack, with, with Ghostbusters, um, you know, and, and his, and his other many wonderful, you know, stripes mm-hmm. and all those other films. Um, because of that, like you helped me get through some really tricky times as a kid. Like, not mm-hmm. that I had a terrible upbringing. My mom and sure. dad are Great. awesome. Like my brother and I, like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk as often as we can. Like I love my entire family right. tenfold, you know, and they love me, you know, uh, just as much. Um, but like we were, we were never wealthy. We were never well off. I can remember weeks where we only had potato soup to eat, right. you know? Um, so I would, and like having stuff like Ghostbusters, having his stuff on SNL, yeah. you know, um, you know, what about Bob? Like all these just great, great groundhog day for God's sake. Yeah. You know, I was like, don't drive angry. Yeah. So like, I, I was like, I just thank you so much. Um, for your, for, your, for developing your talent, having the patience with yourself and having the bravery to put yourself out there. Because like now that I'm starting to do it myself, I see how, yeah. mu- how hard it is and how much it takes. And um, just thank you for being there when I was a kid and needed it. And, and thank you for being there for so many other people. Like I know that you're just doing comedy, but yeah, thank you for what you did. You've inspired me to follow in your footsteps in, in whatever way I can and try to produce laughter for the world. And um, just thank you. And yeah. he kind of looked at me and goes, that's really nice. Thank you. I thank you for that. And I was like, of, of course. And then he points at uh, the Acme comedy theater and he goes, do you, uh, do you do comedy here? And I go, I immediately lose my cool. I'm like, yeah, I do comedy there every Friday. I do an improv show and it's called this and it's called this. And I do this character. And then one time I did this character and I do a sketch show every single Saturday night. It's at this time. And you should tell you should totally come to any of the shows. I'll put you on the guest list, but yeah, I mean, you're Bill Murray. You don't need to be on the, and like, as I'm rattling all of that, yeah. in like side of like 10 seconds, he's just like, do, 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 Matt, calm down. Wow. So you want to be a comedian? I was like, yeah, 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 I do. And he goes, um, you mind if I give you some advice? I was like, <laughs> yeah. No, please do. Yes, Bill Murray. And uh, he goes, all right. So um, he just like, he puts, he literally puts his hand on my right shoulder mm-hmm. and says, Matt, comedy's hard. It's really, really hard. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. He essentially said, man, I'm trying to think back to it. He goes, comedy's hard. Um, you're going to try stand up. You're going to do stand up. You're going to get up and you're going to have so many, you're going to have more sets fail than are going to succeed. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel awful. Um, but you'll find some success here and there. You're going to continue to do your sketch and improv stuff. And you'll have some nights that are rough, some nights that are good, but your first few years are going to be really rough and it's not easy. Um, and sometimes it's, it's nowhere close to fun. Um, and then you're going to start having some success. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll book a TV gig. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I got SNL, I lucked out, you know, but, um, you'll book that and you'll, you'll get to, you'll climb to a higher level, a more professional level. But at that time, everyone's going to expect you to be funny all the time. You're not allowed to fail. And when you do fail, people are going to scream at you. Um, they're going to get mad at you on set. You're going to have like a rough time, um, on set and all you want to do is be funny, but they're cracking the whip and, mm. you know, you're going to, friendships are going to get hurt over differences of opinion on comedy. He's like, and he just keeps going. He's like, comedy is so hard. It is not easy. Mm. And then he, but then he like, he's literally squeezed. Grabbing your shoulder. Like uh, it was my left shoulder. He's with his right hand. He squeezes my left shoulder and goes, but fuck is comedy so rewarding. Mm. And he goes, because on the nights where it does work and you do have the audience laughing at your jokes, it's the best feeling in the world. And on those nights where you do, like I'm almost getting choked up just thinking yeah, about no. it. Like those nights where you do have a great improv set or you have a great sketch character that you've you've perfected, or, or you're you're sitting in a in a theater. Like when you get to that level and you're sitting in a movie and you're listening to everyone laugh at the jokes. Like I'm, and I'm thinking back to like mm-hmm. Groundhog Day and what about Bob and right. Ghostbusters and just like he's he at one point sat in audiences and listened to them yeah. laugh at him do something that he probably recorded a year or two before, but like it's still funny on film and it's still right. funny today and. So he said, comedy is rewarding. And he said, and it's more than just the laughs because comedy, you know, you're changing people's days, Mm -hmm. maybe their weeks, maybe their lives. Mm. He goes, I obviously like, I I somehow reached you and now you're here. And he goes, so comedy is rewarding because the world needs to laugh. And then he said, so as hard as comedy is, the world needs loving comedians like you. Nice. So stick with it Yeah. for all of us. Nice. And then he walked away to his car and started to get in. Yeah. And then I felt the camera in my hand start <laughs> screaming at me that I forgot to ask for a picture. And I was like, and like me now would be like, no, you know what? Yeah. That was enough. That was enough. That was enough. I'm right. an asshole. If I'm like, Hey, can I also get a picture now that you've already walked away and given me like life changing advice about right. comedy? Um, but, you know, 20, 25 year old me, it was just like, no, oh! and I freak out again. I go, Mr. Murray. And he goes, Matt, I said, Bill. And I remember thinking, oh, that's right. Uh, that's such a bill line. Too. Uh, I'm Matt, I said, Bill. Yeah. And this time, since we had established a relationship at this yeah. point, like I'd established, like, I'm not like, yes, I am a crazy stalker, but like, I'm not going to murder you, crazy stalker. Uh, levels. I approached him. Yeah, there's levels. I approached him in front of the car and I remember he kind of walked back around. He goes, is everything okay? And I go, I forgot to ask for a picture. I'm very, very sorry. Um, do you mind terribly if we take a picture? And he, this is literally what he does. He goes, oh my God, Matt. Um, I, I don't know. How long do you think a picture is going to take? And like all of a sudden I remembered all the story, like what you said, like, he, yeah. like having like a rough time on set, like right. all the times, like he's thrown golf clubs, like Charlie's all those kinds Angels, of stories. There were some yeah. problems. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh no, is this like a don't meet your heroes? Oh yeah, God. Yeah. Oh God. So freaking out. I go, I mean, probably not like not longer than 17 to 22 seconds, probably (laughs) around that time. And he like, I'm not going to do it on air because dead air will kill. Mm -hmm. But were I telling you this story in person, right? right. I would say now I I would take a 17 second pause. Right. Right. Because that's what Bill Murray did to me. He counted to 17 in his head (laughs) and hemmed and hawed for 17 seconds making faces like, well, mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. do that, but might steal my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is a, he's a good kid. 
I don't know. What's he going to do with this picture? Is he gonna, like, he was like, he was making faces. Like he was yeah. deliberating the, the, right. the, 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 the goods and bads, the cost benefit analysis of doing a picture with me. If it's going to take 17 to 22 seconds. And then he kind of looks at me with this, the biggest shit eating. I got you so good grin. <laughs> Cause he can see that I'm just like, so yeah. wetting bullets. Right. Um, and he goes, yeah, Matt, I think I can afford to take a picture with you if it's only going to take 17 to 22 seconds. And I just, I, I just kind of smiled at him and uh, yeah. he goes, uh, where do you want to take this picture? And again, I freak out. I'm like, I know the valet really well. We could go to the valet. I could have him take our picture. He goes, no, no, no fuck it. We're going to do it right here. Yeah. Whose arms do you think are longer? And I go, well, th- well, with all due respect, I'm a little bit taller than you. Like I'm six, five. So like I can probably, and he goes, fuck it. Give me your camera. And he grabs the camera out of my hand and he pulls it in front of us and he hovers his thumb over what he thinks is the button. Then he goes, wait, is this the button? And he like, is the button right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the button. He goes, cool. Takes a picture, looks at it, has a little smile and goes, Matt, remember what I told you? Comedy is so hard. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to kill you to do it, but stick with it because it is rewarding and we need you. The world needs to laugh. And then he got in his Aston Martin as, at least as I remember it. And he drove away and I watched him disappear I literally stood outside for like another 10, Over 12 minutes watching his Aston Martin disappear. And as people would pass by his car, I would be like, how are you not stopping and bowing? Get out of your car and lay yourself Move prostrate over. to Bill Murray. You assholes. What are you doing? And uh, then I looked at the picture yeah. and realized mm-hmm. why he had been so nice to me this entire time. Right. I looked like I was uh, like, in shock. Like my <laughs> mouth was wide open and everyone who looks at the picture thinks I'm making a thinks face. You're joking. Not making no. a face. You had no that, idea. I had no idea that my face had this permanent state of, I've just seen the face of God. Like, <laughs> like, like my face was just like, I have beheld the glory of the almighty. <laughs> you're like Captain Kirk. Yeah. In Star Trek five. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> Oh, like I'm like a uh, Hugh Jackman <laughs> in the fountain. Just like the entire time. Just like, uh, awesome. so yeah, I'll, I'll get that picture to you. you yeah. Send that it. picture my way. Fascinating story. That's around the time I met you. The picture's yeah. great. I used to see it on your MySpace page. Yeah. Um, and it, when I, yeah, when I saw the documentary, I thought about that story and I tweeted out, I said, I wish the, the director had, had known of Matt Key's story. Cause it's pretty yeah. fascinating. Well, like I, I thought about doing a stage show yeah. with it and like getting mean, like five or six Bill other, Murray? well, like Bill Murray stories, essentially the same thing yeah, I was yeah. going to do. Like I thought about doing a stage version and just having people in LA come and tell, stories, you know, cause they had that, like the Walken Christopher Walken show, like right, right. what was that? Like 10 years ago. Right. Um, and it was a stage show of people telling there's like doing Christopher Walken impressions That's and awesome. doing monologues as Christopher Walken. And it was a great show, but it was right. like all Christopher Walken impressions. And some of them were great and some, some of them were terrible, great. but you could see what they were going for. And that was right. part of the joke. And I was like, man, it would be so awesome to just be like, you all have 10 minutes to tell your Bill Murray story. That'd be great. And, and still do it. And we'll see. But, um, but, but but that inspired a film idea in yeah, me yeah. that you and I have played around with and have written like treatments for and like I, like now that I'm laid off and unemployed yeah. I, I I'm like you know it. what I've got time I'm gonna do it now so we're gonna do it I, that's still one of my favorite things uh, we're gonna come up come up with a way to do that one of these days yeah right uh, Matt uh, I uh, said you had ten you did twenty and that's one yeah. of the shorter Matt Key stories I've ever heard and I loved every second yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know I get made fun of all the time for my long winded stories yes yes I think I even in your, your wedding ceremony uh-huh. which I, I officiated uh-huh. I made you a did. joke about that you too, did so. and it was it was very good and then what you didn't know was that I had my vows written in the like so uh, <laughs> little private li- 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 
Uh, I have a journal where I like write stuff to Brittany right. in it from time to time and it's a never ending story. Right. So like you're like, ha ha ha. And now Matt's going to give you like a 30 minute, uh, <laughs> uh, 30 minute vowels. Uh, and it was a joke and everyone yeah. laughed at it because everyone who was in the ceremony knew like, knew. yes, Matt, Matt Key tells the longest, most detailed stories. Uh, and then I pull out a, a book that says the never ending story. <laughs> um, it was perfect. But I loved so. every second of it. I'm glad to get that on tape with me. You may, we may, may have referenced it before in the Napsack Files. Yeah, I don't think I've ever you, told it yeah, like this. To like, get it down yeah. and, and follow that documentary, which get out there, guys. Check out that documentary, Bill Mercer's on Netflix. Yeah, it, it was surprisingly good. Like, I was it's, actually like, I really, it's like. It's moving. As someone who has experienced right. Bill Murray, you I was understand. like, yes. I get where all of these people are coming from. I absolutely uh, adore that story. Uh, I've heard it many times, and I hear it uh, something new in it every time. Uh, I really do. I really do. I really was wanting you to tell that story. And uh, But uh, hearing your love of uh, an understanding of Doctor Strange and uh, Iron Man's traffic issues, <laughs> also what I wanted from you. As well, I like I like I'm the most tangential person. That's I, like, what we like. do in these parts. We'll bring you on the afternoons of Josh and Ken, where we jump around. We have in an hour show usually have 82 topics. Oh my god! Yeah, and we plan perfect. none of them. Yeah, no, so perfect. That's, a, <laughs> that's, that's the best conversation. That's how you do it. Uh, I know we're recording this at a weird time. Uh, you you just recently lost your job, but you don't know where. The, by the time this is released, you might be somewhere else. So I can't really yeah. do a direct promotion other than what. Uh, where they can find you on social media. I know yeah, you're not uh, a big tweeter, but maybe the world will pull you into that. Uh, I mean, like I've, I've started doing it a lot more because, you yeah. know, like so many you know, supporters are on Twitter and like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I really do want to like extend. And you're looking. I love to them as well, much as I can because they, they extend their love to me like right. so often. It's just like, well, that's not fair yeah. for me to not give it back. So like, back. you know, like if. What would a, Bill Murray do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's not on Twitter, but mm-hmm. um, where, where, what is that feed? Oh, uh, at the Matt Key at is, the, my, is the uh, Matt Key. my my Twitter, and then I I'm Java Shambhala on Instagram, which uh, I always forget because sometimes I'll see that liked com like Java Shambhala has liked your picture. I'm like, ah, oh, these weirdo. Oh wait, that's Matt Key. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've tried to change it a couple times, and I'm just like, every single time Instagram's like, you can't do that. I'm really? like, how do I not have the Matt Key? Like, yeah. didn't I have that at one time, and then I changed Maybe. it? Like, I don't know. Branding, but hey, Java Shambhala, as we can follow him. Uh, you're looking to start a podcast soon. Hopefully, you, yeah. if you do, you can come back and announce it here, or we'll get you on the afternoons with Josh and Ken uh, on the yeah. afternoons podcast feed. But this is an AppSuck Files podcast feed This we do. Uh, thank you, uh, Matt, so much for yeah. coming on here. Thank you for here. having me, sir. It's uh, always a pleasure. As I we always you. do, before we uh, sign on out, out, I got to say a uh, big thank you to my executive producer supporters on Patreon. That's David Hamm, Thomas Risling, uh, Lethal Logan X, Matthew Simon Bedore, Matt Maroney, Matthew Thompson, Tamor and Abdul, Nikki Baldwin, Donald Long, and Nathan Ovendale. If you uh, join later, this is a pre-taped episode and your name's not on there. That's why. I'll get to you next time for sure. If you want to support, uh, go to Ken Napsock, uh, or go to patreon.com slash Ken Napsock. But as I always say, the best way to support is listen, like, subscribe, share, Share, spread the word, tell the Matt Key that you enjoyed his <laughs> Bill Murray story, and tell me that, well, I don't know what you can tell me. Amaratus lives. We'll see you <laughs> next time here on the Knapsack Files. <laughs>